0: And fear. You see, I know that we're all one, and together we can solve any problem, save our planet and each other. Please join me as we come together as one and choose a better way to be. So now, let's begin with my independence report. And welcome, everybody, to another episode of my independence report and lynn miller is with us we were gonna have barbara mango and lynn miller because they've written a book that i really want to get into and talk about but unfortunately uh acts of gods and other things uh uh, barbara is in a uh, area that in connecticut i believe she is and there is a lot of wind and a lot of uh fallen trees and and she's lost power so we are going to have to we're going to redo this episode, not redo it, because they've got a couple of books that they've been part of that we are going to talk about. And so we're going to do a couple episodes of this. But today we're going to talk with Lynn Miller and we're going to talk about the book that she's written. First of all, hi, Lynn, how are you? I'm doing great, Kevin. How are you
1: doing?
0: I'm doing just awesome, thank you. I used to work right um right near where you live, which is in Missouri, right?
1: Yes, it's near Springfield.
0: Yeah, there's a chicken plant over there that uh that uh, used to, that uh, that Simmons runs and I used to work for that company. I was a chicken salesman at one time. So I know where you live and okay. it's a
1: nice area. Very nice. Thank you.
0: Yes. So let's talk about, uh, first of all, how did you and, uh, and uh, um, um, Barbara get together?
1: Yes. Well, we were working with Dr. Edgar Mitchell's foundation and we were uh, doing date. We were collecting data about the contact experiences, the contact modalities, and we were researching how certain t- types of modalities like out-of-body experiences, near-death experiences, um, and certain things like that um, have in common w- when it comes to non-locality of consciousness. And this has a lot to do with uh, contact of extraterrestrials and aliens um, like that. It was with um, the agency called Free, which was a um, the you know part of the which was an aspect of the Dr. Edgar Mitchell Foundation.
0: Oh, very good, very good. So you two have written a book, and in this book, you talk about all kinds of uh, what I would say out of the uh, fifth dimension. Uh, things for instance near-death experiences and out-of-body experiences and extra 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 <laughs> i wish i could say extraterrestrial uh experiences and all the kinds of things that we can't readily see mm-hmm. feel and taste is that right absolutely And, and you, you have written the book and the name of the book is called um, give me the name of the book real quick, if you wouldn't mind.
1: Yes. Yes. It's called convergence. The interconnection of extraordinary experiences.
0: Now, when you say convergence, what, what exactly are we talking about with that?
1: Okay. Okay. What we, what we call the contact modalities. Now, these are various ways that people will have contact with extraterrestrials, okay? Aliens um, are something that we call non-human intelligent beings, NHIB. And there are various, there's various ways. Uh, These can be near-death experiences, out-of-body experiences, um, past life experiences, um, and various methods like that. So what we wrote about is that a lot of these modalities um, have things that are very, very much in common with each other, and that's what we mean as convergence, because all these share these unique um, qualities, and all and what they share is the um, the aspect of how consciousness is not local. So it's it's that's as going- if that even though
0: we're looking at. No, I was just, just going to say. I'm sorry. D- d- no, no, you're good. With it. now, just just so everybody knows, uh, you are in uh, kind of in by Springfield, but you're kind of in the middle of nowhere. So we're doing a satellite feed, so there's a little bit of a delay. So, but we're not going to worry about that because the information that you have is so interesting, and uh, we're, we'll we'll figure out. Because we're going to do more of these, because you've written more than just the one book, and we're going to talk about uh, several of those things. Uh, But when you when you say that they are all kind of connected, what what do you mean by that?
1: Yes, they are connected via non-locality of consciousness, meaning that consciousness does not lie within our brains, but lies outside, more like an interdimensional communication. And that is what is common in all of these types of modalities, whether it be in telepathy, ESP, um, all those types of ways that, um, you know, contact can be made with um, types of entities.
0: So when we talk about that, so basically we're talking about energy and the exchange of energy outside of our physical form that is in contact with other energies that that are also outside of their physical form, and they kind of meet together and, and form these things. Is that right?
1: Absolutely, yes. That is the common ground to all of this.
0: And because, and if you listen to this show um, any length at all, you will you know that I'm a strong believer that, that we have got energy outside of ourselves, that we are all connected, that we essentially are all one because we're all based out of the same energetic fields. Is that what your conclusion has been as well?
1: Absolutely. It's just a different name. It is all energy, vibrational frequencies.
0: Very, very good. Now, we, we talk about... I just I have to bring this up because I don't know if you're aware of this, I'm sure you are, that lately the in the news media, they've been talking a great deal about UFOs and extraterrestrials being here, and they've got pictures of and film of uh, flying saucers and things. And so all of those things are and that even NASA and the military, are saying that these things are unexplained and are real. Um, and so how do we connect with extraterrestrials, and are they coming?
1: Well, <laughs> how do we connect with them? Okay, well, first of all, they're, they're, they're already here, you know, they and they always have been. Um, you know, one of the first things when I started to have our practice controlled out-of-body experiences. Um, And this is something that is shared with so many other people like me who practice out-of-body experiences. Um, One common thing is, oh my gosh, I met aliens. You know, I met extraterrestrials. Um, That is, you know, the one thing that um, is shared among a lot of people who have those types of experiences. But yeah, um, you know, in UFOlogy, there's all kinds of things that they look for. Of course, in the news, they talk about their ships, the bright lights, and stuff like that. But we're we're kind of getting a, we're looking at this a little bit differently because what we're more concerned about is the actual contact experience with the entities themselves. Just not about their ships and flying objects, but the actual contact with the beings that fly this. And the thing about it, too, is that you know, many people who have seen these or have had, you know, where they have seen the, the, the flying objects, the UAPs, many times they will have contact experiences with them. Um, actual, you know, meeting the ETs. And a lot of strange occurrences usually surround that. And that's what we're looking at is that when people do have contact, there could be strange occurrences they may start having very strange lucid dreams out-of-body experiences they may start seeing you know strange colors and orbs and start hearing sounds possibly seeing ghosts and all, all kinds of things so that's why when we look at as in convergence we're looking at the fact that several of these things are occurring at once because they're related
0: in, in Indeed, they, they are. Now, let's talk about uh, your out-of-body experiences. When did you first begin to do that? And did mm-hmm. it, number one, did it scare the hell out of you? Mm-hmm. And number two, um, was it something that you intended to do?
1: Okay. Well, most of my life, and I would say that this probably started when I was about 13 or 14 years old, I was having... You know, what we refer to spontaneous out-of-body experiences, you know, strange occurrences like like when you wake up and you walk around your house and you realize that you're still asleep. Stuff like that. I would, um you know, visit different places, different towns. Um, one time I remember walking out of my apartment and going inside somebody else's and, you know, at, at, you know, back then I was thinking, OK, well, this could be lucid dreams or something really strange. But it wasn't until much later, and this happened around 2006, when I started getting interested in spirituality, I had watched a movie called What the Bleak Do We Know, which brings in quantum physics and the law of attraction. <coughs> Excuse me. And I started doing meditation. I started reading up on about all these amazing things. And I started to notice that these experiences were happening more often and i remember waking up and the ceiling was like two inches from my face and it's like okay this is really really strange and i was also having um a prelude to out-of-body experiences which is called the vibrational state which can be extremely loud very loud noises uh, almost like a a train inside your head and that's that point where your consciousness is separating And so I'm thinking something's wrong with me. And I just, um, I happened to listen to a podcast, um, from William Buhlman, and he was describing everything that I was experiencing. Started buying the books, started, you know, looking on forums and groups and started sharing these things. And then I started doing, you know, techniques, um, for the controlled out-of-body experiences at which, you know, you, um, a lot of times you may not be able to just easily have them but you can increase your chances of having them if you practice certain types of techniques meditations and things and that really began began everything and that happened around probably 2010 and more and more i started to have contacts with extraterrestrials
0: you know it's interesting because William Buh- Buhlman, um, I did a podcast with him, which is on my Independence Report, mm-hmm. and so you can you can look up him. He's got some fascinating things that he has to say about out of body experiences and what his experiences were, and uh, it's it's really an interesting concept when you think about the fact that if we are all energy, that it's possible for our energy and I, I guess that would you call that your soul that's leaving your body?
1: <laughs> yeah, you could call it the soul. You can, you know, it's it, people, depending on your belief systems and things. Um, sometimes they call them soul travelers. So, yes, you can definitely call it the soul. Yeah. William Buhlman, it, that, yeah, he changed everything. You know, that changed my life. I call him my grand fooball and he's, he's quite amazing.
0: It's and uh, he didn't, an, it, it was a, it was a phenomenal <laughs> uh, episode that we did because yeah. what it teaches us is that what we believe to be true ain't necessarily so that there's a whole lot more to it than we think there is.
1: Oh, absolutely. Oh my gosh. It's like, you know, they always try to say the space is the final frontier, but it, the consciousness is the real final frontier because it's unlimited. You know, it's, I mean, you can go anywhere. It's just, you, it, it is, it's amazing.
0: Well, I, I suppose it's very similar to what happens to us after we pass away and our body is no longer functioning. Is that we have the ability to move about energetically and to be able to do anything yeah. that we really want to do at any given time?
1: Absolutely. It's yes. Um, at death, our consciousness separates, and we continue on into the afterlife. And and William Buehmann has, you um, know, a lot of his later books are are about the afterlife, and it's 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 like the same thing that we experience an out-of-body, you know, we go to alternate dimensions and those things make up the afterlife.
0: Exactly. Now you, so you've had experiences with extraterrestrial beings. Is that correct?
1: Right. Yes. Yeah. It's, 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 um, yeah, all kinds of strange experiences
0: so I got, I got a couple of questions for you <laughs> got a couple of questions for you first of all okay ninety five percent of our oceans are not explored uh do they live or do they have bases in the ocean um or are they more energetic beings in a non-physical form
1: I think it's it can be both I mean you know there's there's you know some people who study more of the nuts and bolts of ufology you know where they study it was like they believe in it's completely and totally phys- um, physical in this reality and that's what i'm saying i mean i know in ufology they have seen them go into the oceans and just disappear so that is absolutely a probability you know if they can fly through space they can definitely go into the ocean they can go anywhere i lean into what's called The interdimensional hypothesis okay so there's the extraterrestrial hypothesis and then there's the interdimensional hypothesis where you know i feel like a lot of this is the fact that these beings are also from other dimensions and they're able to travel from one dimension to the other and what's really cool about this is so can we you know our consciousness can also travel from one dimension to the next so are they physical possibly I mean, can they, can they be both? Absolutely, because we are. I mean, if you're, if you're thinking about beings that can be, you know, millions of years ahead of us, so no telling what their consciousness is about.
0: And that, that really is true. And since we are um, eternal beings and our soul slash energy is eternal and doesn't die, and, and Einstein proved that, that uh, um, Mm -hmm. energy dies. So we could be, theoretically, there could be civilizations out there that are millions of years ahead of us in in their development. Is that true?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, think about it. It's like, you know, there's a billion stars in our galaxy. There's a hundred billion stars in our galaxy, a hundred billion galaxies in the universe. You know, they can be millions and billions of years ahead of us. You know, the universe, it's it creates life. I mean, that's what it does. You know, that's what the stars do. It's like everything about it seems to go into this step-by-step thing to create, you know, atoms. Those atoms, you know, form different molecules. And it's like that's what life is. I mean, that's what the universe does. It, it, it's, it's no telling what could exist out
0: there. So so let me play devil's advocates because there's I've heard this statement before and uh, and so just let me repeat it, not necessarily that I believe it, but uh, to re- to repeat it would be, okay, so if they're so advanced, what the hell do they care about us?
1: Well, I really do think that on a conscious level, you know, we're finding you know, where we have things in common with them, you know, our consciousness and our ability to be able to communicate in that way. Um, I, 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 you know, I don't really look at them as, you know, I don't really, I know that people have different views when it comes to UFOs. It's like, oh, they're going to come, you know, they, why should they care about us? We're just ants to them, you know, or, you know, or, or, or be fearful. And things like that saying well you know they can destroy planet earth in a second (laughs) you know um but i i I do feel that there the, the multitudes and possibilities of life to exist i just feel like you know we share things with them they they care about life they care about all living things they care about you know the plants and the animals And they care about, about, you know, saving those things. So I I think that, you know, they are concerned about our planet and how we treat our planet and how we treat each other.
0: I I tend to agree with you uh, 100 percent because, first of all, I think it's very, very, very likely that we're all related in in well first of all energetically it's clear that we are related but also we could be and i've heard this expression said a lot we could be seeds planted by another culture somewhere else that is Mm -hmm. um that is helping us and they're trying to guide and help us to get through the nuclear age and global warming and all the stupid Mm -hmm. stuff that we seem to be doing these days (laughs)
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. they they seem to be very patient with us. Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, our, we, they pop, most likely did seed us. I mean, look at, look at us. I mean, there is missing links in evolution. It's like, where did we come from? What is our origin? It doesn't seem like it's from this planet.
0: <laughs> well, you know, and it's, and it's interesting because when I was young, which was a few years ago, uh, they thought that maybe we that <laughs> Neanderthals came first, and then we were then then they that evolved mm-hmm. into humans. Now they've discovered that it's a completely different DNA structure, and so Neanderthals never were designed right. to be human. They were something else, and we don't really have a foundation of of DNA of mm-hmm. any other plant animals. On our planet, has that been your experience?
1: I, I mean, I agree. I mean, could the Neanderthals evolved here? Possibility. Um, I don't know a whole lot about that. You know, you know, there was a whole lot of, you know, um, you know, possibility of you know that human, the Homo sapiens, wiped them out. You know, we rage war with them. We had bigger brains, but we we're also aggressive. And then they're starting to say that. They possibly interbred, and that there is still Neanderthal DNA in humans also. So instead of wiping one out, we just kind of merged, possibly.
0: <laughs> well, exactly, especially since, you know, um, some of us are very, very hairy. I don't happen to be one of those, but some of some. <laughs> But some folks are, you know, and and uh, I think I think that's very possible. I wanted to talk to you. Now, first of all, let's go back to the book a little bit. And uh, you and Barbara uh, put this book together, and and you've written it. Is it out now, or is it just coming out?
1: Yes, it got published on March first.
0: Oh, so that it was really recently. So
1: it's out. Yes, yes, we we had been working on it for about three years because see what we were doing is we were writing um, stuff. We were writing a chapter for beyond UFOs for the Dr. Edgar Mitchell foundation. And um, part of my stuff is in there, or it could be in the next book because you know, they there, that's going to be a series of books. And so that's where it's like, well, you know, we got a lot of information, you know, let's put a book together and that's, that's how that started.
0: Oh, that's 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 great. Now I'm hoping that uh, Barbara won't uh, uh, be without power next time because I want to have the two of you back because you've got you are looking the the research that you're doing. I, I it fascinates me because since we are all energy and we can do all kinds of different things, it's just a matter of willing it and wanting it to happen, and then learning how to to work it like you have. Is that right?
1: Yes, definitely. And you know, it is different with, with so many different people. And since you mentioned Barbara, you have to understand it's like, you know, when, when I found out that she wasn't going to be on the show, it's like, I can't do this without you because we <laughs> each have our own strengths and weaknesses when it comes to the book, you know, hers, you know, she, she has a PhD in metaphysics and her dissertation was in near death experiences. And then she worked, a lot too with the psychology behind the book with um because a lot of experiencers have this um these certain types of personalities that are very in common so she did a lot of psychology and that too so we we both have sort of our um things that we offer to the book that are a little that are quite different and of course a lot of it is the same too
0: by the way, you're doing just great, so don't don't you worry about that. You're doing fine. Um, but I wanted to I wanted to just mention that uh, every Monday at four o'clock Pacific, we have a program called Life Between Lives, and it's based upon the work of Dr. Michael Newton, who is um, a hypnotherapist. Oh, so you're you're familiar with Dr. Newton? Yeah, and he's a he was a oh, hypnotherapist. Oh,
1: definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm.
0: He was a hypnotherapist, uh-huh. and uh-huh. he's passed on now. But right. but we feature uh, Regan Forston mm-hmm. and uh, and um, um, Diana Pacway, and she and they're both hypnotherapists, and they t- they take people back mm-hmm. to life between lives and past life regression and all of that, yes. all with the design of helping mm-hmm. people live this life a little bit better. So it's great. It's a great show that we're doing. Uh, on Monday, so I encourage you to listen to that. But um, now, so so Barbara's the one that's more in in tune with uh, past life regression and that sort of thing. But you also yes. are very familiar yes. with it.
1: Yes. Oh yes, I, I'm very familiar with it, uh, especially um, in the you know, like the ufology aspect of it. I don't know if you've ever heard of Dolores Cannon. You know, I, I loved her work and her books. I've attended the UFO conference every year, you know, um, at the, you know, in Eureka Springs and her work was amazing too. The past life of re- regression stuff is amazing, especially, you know, so a lot of the information that she has found, you know, dealing with the fact that a lot of humans have had past lives where they were extraterrestrial, where they were from different planets. And some of them have been, you know, first time earthers <laughs> you know first
0: time you know on planet earth yeah. well speaking with georgie george miss cannon i've also interviewed apparently i've been around for a while and have got oh. lots of lots, lots of folks that i've interviewed and i talked mm-hmm. to her about past life regression and the fact that mm-hmm. they have now gotten to the point where they can now prove That when you have a, in many cases, when you have a past life regression, that they can go back in history and they can find the individual that you were. Mm -hmm. It's fascinating work.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Barbara. Yeah. Barbara's really familiar with that type of work, too.
0: Yeah. Especially,
1: like you said, when you've incarnated from a previous life, you know, on earth. (laughs)
0: Yep. Well, and, and the one thing that I do know is that Earth is very dense. Earth is very difficult. It is a difficult planet to be on. And uh, um, because we're used to being an energetic being and being able to do things that we just can't do here. it's it's very We're very dense. And I, the only reason that I think that there are so many people coming here now is because of the invention of indoor plumbing. But that's just me.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so so when, when we look at, when we look at, uh, go ahead. Oh, no, I, I was just so,
1: but yeah, I mean, when you think about the huge population explosion, that's what I was just thinking and, and flight spread. And and things like that.
0: Exactly, <laughs> it's it's a lot easier. <laughs> yep, it's a lot easier to be here now than it was even a hundred years ago.
1: I know things have changed so much. Everything, it, it's it's a, it's amazing to be alive right now. You know, I it blows my mind when I start thinking about it. It's like, where were we just a hundred years ago? You know, you know, I'm a teacher, you know, and I see my kids, you know, they, they, you know, they're, you know, they're always on their smartphone phones and, and everything. I mean, you know, I grew up with the computer age, you know, since the, you know, in the 80s and kind of being part of all this and seeing all the change, you know, had one of those giant cell phones and stuff. It's amazing what has happened. It has happened so fast. And sometimes that's kind of scary to think about it too. The things are happening really fast, and, you know, that can be dangerous.
0: And it really it really can be, especially with um, the damage that we're doing to the planet, the damage that we're doing to each other, mm-hmm. the fact that we don't understand right that it doesn't matter if you're black, white, yellow, green, purple, we're all one, we're all together and we're all the same energy and we need to we need to accept each other as that and work together for the benefit of the planet.
1: Yes, yes, and and you know, a lot of times too, when I feel like I have this connection with these higher beings, I mean, that's the main thing that they, you know, get across to you. It's like you are one. You know, you need to love one another. You need to accept one another. You need to um, treat your planet better. You know, love all life because all life is precious. Because from, my, from, my, from what I have understand, from the contact that I have with them, that's the most important thing to them is all life is precious.
0: It, it, it really is. And when you go, when you think back to the history of mankind, we have been a particularly brutal to a particularly brutal to each other um and if you're not in our yes. tribe you're an enemy and if you're an enemy then mm-hmm. it's okay for us to do whatever we like to you and it's it's been a real struggle for us to get past that and unfortunately i dare say that we're not no. past it yet no
1: no but you know, uh, hopefully we're getting there. I I sure hope so.
0: I do as well. You know, well. and I
1: think that, you know, and I feel like, too, you know, it's like, you know, these extraterrestrials, these, these beings, you know, they're not landing on the White House lawn. They're contacting just everyday people like you and me, you know, because sometimes you wonder, it's like, why me? And that's why. You know, because you know they're they're seeing that commonality within us. But they're seeing our spirituality, our willing, our willingness to go beyond, you know, ourselves, and that's why they're contacting us.
0: Yeah, I I agree with you hundred percent. Now, you, you, Lynn, you're a, you're a teacher. Yes. what what, what yes. do you teach?
1: Science teacher. Oh, well, that, <laughs> that
0: makes sense. That makes sense of your science teacher, because that that you know because it plays yeah. right into right into uh, what you're talking about. And by the way, we're talking with Lynn Miller. She's the co-author of uh, uh, along with Barbara Mango, and the the name of the book is Give uh, is uh, Convergence the interconnection of the extraordinary experiences. And those experiences include anything. I, I, I would think, Lynn, that those experiences include anything that would be considered out of body or without, without your physical body. Is that, is that true? Yeah. And that's what I'm saying.
1: It's like the connection has to do with the fact that our consciousness is non-local. And, you know, the thing about it is, you know, we call this the contact modality. And, and you know, the four that we're, that's in the book is out-of-body experiences, near-death experiences, um, uh, afterlife, um, uh, I'm sorry, uh, contact experiences with extraterrestrials, and um, past lives. And there's so many more. You know, the the, the Dr. Edgar Mitchell Foundation you know, it, it incorporates so much more in that, you know, because, you know, people, you know, they, they it can, it can go into the telepathy, extra, you know, extrasensory perception, remote viewing, seeing um, ghosts, you know, even when even other types of beings and creatures, seeing orbs, you know, it encompasses so many of the of other things. And these are the four, the main four that we talk about in the book. So, you know, when it comes to non-local consciousness, people can experience that in so many ways. Dreams, lucid dreams, um, premonition, all kinds of things.
0: It is pretty amazing. And then the numbers of people that I have come in contact with and worked with that uh, people like John Edward and uh, a gal by the name of Kim Miller and Natasha uh, Venter that are, that are all psychic mediums and they have, they have a a gift to be able to talk to people on the other side and uh, convey Mm -hmm. messages from them because now do you think it's because they operate, they're operating at a higher frequency than the rest of us are? Well, it's,
1: Absolutely. And, and see, what you're talking about, like psychics, that is also being able to go. That's all about non-local consciousness also. So they, these are all similar things. So what they're able to do is they're able to, um, during their waking moment, able to access the other side, the other inner dimensions, where they can see, you know, and talk to people in the afterlife. People have all kinds of gifts. And it's via non-local consciousness.
0: Now, in your research, have you really delved into the fact that I see personally, I think that we are all have the ability to access these gifts if we mm-hmm. understand what yeah. we're looking for and are able to to uh, process it in, in my close?
1: Oh, absolutely. We're, I mean, we're human beings. All humans are able to do this. So, yeah, that's it's common with everybody. We're all I mean, you know, people, you know, have dreams where they may see future events. You know, it's like you can almost talk to anybody and they've some, you know, just about everybody has had some type of paranormal activity within their life. So, yeah, absolutely. It's we're born with it. We have a soul,
0: you know, we were born with it. So, therefore, I, and I don't know that I've ever brought this up on the radio before or on, on a podcast or anything. But there were two instances, and I want your opinion on these, um, where I was <laughs> having a dream. And in the one dream, i I dreamed that there was a horrific car crash in a tunnel and there was a gentleman sitting on the um, uh, hood of the car after the accident who was holding a cigar, or holding a cigarette, and he had a top hat, and I got the impression he was from England. Um, About six months later, Princess Di was killed in in a tunnel, and it was a horrific accident. And then there was another time that I, Mm -hmm. I dreamed that I was in a high-rise, a high-rise building, and it's the building started to shake, and and I ran ran down the stairs and can, went outside. I thought it was an earthquake, and I went outside the building, and there was no uh, um, movement at all on the ground. It was all in the building, and that was before nine eleven. Was the could those 11. have been premonition?
1: Oh, absolutely. I I think Barbara has had something like that where something happened with her before 9-11. And you have to understand, too, that, you know, you talk about Einstein and theory of relativity, where the past, present and future are one. So, you know, it's all we're able to look at those possibilities. And the thing about it is when something like that, that's that big, is going to cause this huge ripple effect. Because, I mean, think about it, think about everybody that was affected with uh, Diane's death, you know, that, you know, those moments, everybody was concentrating on that. 9-11, air, all those attention, everybody's attention was on that. And, we, you're, and you, people can pick up on those huge waves that are happening in, you know, in the inner dimensions, you know, in, in the field. And, you know, you pick that up, you were sensitive to it. And that's, you know, so yeah, you can absolutely be able to look at the future and see future events. You know, it's, it's all non-local. It's all in the ether, you know, in the field, especially those things that are, can really cause huge effects to humanity.
0: Now, now, how would you describe what's going on now with the uh, with the virus and with the pandemic? Uh, what what have you, in your experience, been told about what's happening now and why it's happening?
1: Well, yeah, I'm not exactly sure. I I know that when it comes to you know the pandemic and things like that. I know that you know it's kind of gotten to be quite political, and I know that there's a lot of conspiracy aspects to it and stuff like that. Um, I don't know what are your thoughts on it.
0: Well, I don't. I, that's one of the things that. Well, okay. Are you, are you are you ready, Lassie? I can tell you what I think. What I think. What I think is going on with it <laughs> is that that we. I think that th- that this is the Earth's way of waking us up and getting us to understand that if we don't change our ways and ch- and change how we are behaving towards each other and towards the planet, that it's going to continue to give us obstacles that that we're going to have to fight through in order for in order for us to make those changes. Um, I I think that's true with global warming. I think it's true with the pandemic. I think they're all they're all kind of related in that the the other side, and it may be it may be our spirit guides, it it may be the extraterrestrials that are involved with it. It may be in any number of things, but we have to in we have to learn how to change what we're doing, and to to and to care. That's Mm -hmm. one of the reasons why my podcast exists. Is that we're declaring our freedom from hate, division, and fear right now? Hate, division, and fear is running rampant Definitely. in our country, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we have to stop it. And if we don't stop it, oh, absolutely, something's gonna stop it for us.
1: Yes, everything is so fear based, and anything that comes from fear is going to hurt us, it's going to damage us. You know the Earth is a living system, and you know the Earth is quite happy without humans being on it. You know, I always thought it's like if it gets to some point, you know, Earth's going to shake us off like fleas. You know, so we definitely we have to change. We have to, you know, as we're moving into technology, we're destroying so many things, and you know, you know, mankind, you know, we have turned ourselves away. From nature, and, and that's destroying us. It, it, it really is because you know, you know, advancement is. There's nothing wrong with being even be, you know, becoming more advanced, but it has to, it has to be along with all living things. We can't turn our backs on that, and you know, and when we do, that's what's that's what's going to destroy us because we can't survive. Without this planet,
0: you know we can't. Yeah, and you know, it's really, a living
1: system. You
0: know, I agree. I agree, hundred percent. And I think that the in the world that we currently have created for ourselves and for everything around us, we are seeing such destruction of the environment, of the forests, of the animals, and the extinction mm-hmm. of of so many different life forms. That that at one point it's gonna we're at one point we are gonna be that life form that is going to be um they're they're gonna say well you know we can do without right. them nicely thank you very much.
1: Mm-hmm, Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know, you think about the Native Americans, you know. I was just you know, everything that was about them. Yeah, you know, it was just you know they you know they they respected and loved nature so much and they never turned away from nature and we can't we can't do that because it will absolutely destroy us because you know it it's it's we coexist with nature it, you know we can't live without it it just it's part of us and we're part of the planet so it's you know and that's to me what i feel that the extraterrestrials their biggest point to me is you know we're not about the bright, shiny ships and the things that fly in the sky. You know, we're about respect for all life because all life is precious. you know it is. you know, um I would, everything's interdimensional too. you know
0: I've well, I, no I was just gonna say if you if you ever want to get a real clear understanding, of the indian culture versus what we supplanted them with which is the western culture from uh, you know from um, europe um watch dances with wolves have you ever seen that movie dances with wolves
1: Uh, yes i loved it
0: there was Mm -hmm. one scene one scene where um the indians because of what they did the, the plains indians specifically they ate, they they killed buffalo and they did kill buffalo but they used every part of the animal to for clothing for food for utensils they used for for carrying water um they they used every bit of that animal as it was designed to be done and then we came along and decided well i just want their coat so we would and millions of these animals were killed and uh, for nothing more than the coats uh, there, mm-hmm. uh the, the buffalo hides. And that's, that has to change. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yes. That's, that was so sad. That was just so sad. What, what, what we did, you know, and, yes. and, 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 and to wipe them, you know, to wipe, to, Walk them out, to change them spiritually, you know, consider them as heathens when their spirituality was one with nature, you know,
0: Far all in the seen name
1: seen of, seen seen of religion. Seen.
0: Yep. It's, and, and we, and we killed a bunch of them because we were an unclean uh, people that were coming here from England and from over the, and they, they were a lot cleaner than we were, but they, but uh, we, infected them with all kinds of diseases and that kind of thing. anyway that's a topic for another time right. but uh, um by yeah. the way we're we talking with lynn miller she's the co-author of the book uh, uh and you're gonna have to help me with the title again
1: yes it's called convergence the in- the interconnection of extraordinary experiences
0: which is a really cool title for the book, and it's brand new. How, by the way, how are sales? How is it? How's it doing?
1: Oh, uh, it, it's doing pretty good. I mean, you know, it, it's like when, you know when you write a book, it's just not automat- automatically going to sell itself. You know, you have to kind of get yourself out there. You have to push it. You have to, you know, become a presence. It's sort of like you know when you make a website. You know, you have to do a lot of CEO and, and certain things because no one's going to find it. So, yeah, um, I mean, it, this is the beginning of an incredible journey for us because, you know, through this, you know, we're meeting a lot of amazing people and, and just, you know, just help, you know, spreading the word about it.
0: So if you but uh, if you go to Amazon, you can pick that book up, can't you?
1: absolutely it's also uh, an ebook version and it's on quite a few different platforms you know um like books a million and 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 other types of places
0: now they can also go to your website and get it can't they or is that not no maybe not yeah Uh, the
1: website will yeah it's the website is just going to have links to the different places that it's sold to and and it's also it's also can be sold from the publisher side. See see if you were talking to Barbara, she could spit that off like blah blah blah, like she knows exactly what to tell you on that, that part. But yes, don't, it's it's on Amazon.
0: <laughs> Lynn, don't worry about it. You've you've done remarkably well. And and I know that I know that this is a foreign medium for you, and I appreciate you uh uh coming here and talking with us today.
1: <laughs> Me and Barbara are kind of coming out of our shell in all of this. You know, we have to.
0: (laughs) Well, and I'll say I want to have the both of you back so that we can explore more about Convergence, but also talk about the other two books that you've written for and talk about Life Between Lives and and Life After Death and and Near-Death Experiences Mm -hmm. and all of that because that, you know, that's the one thing that we all are going to face at one point is going to be death, and so if we can demystify it to the best yes. degree we can, then it can be, it can actually be a healthy experience. Do you agree?
1: It, oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, the, the 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 greatest, you know, when it comes to paradigm shifts of any kind, you know, the the greatest is knowing that our consciousness continues that we continue on and that there's so much, I mean, it's like death is just a a phase that we go through. It's really nothing. We continue to live. And that's, that's the greatest thing right there is is knowing that we are so much more than our, than physical beings. We're, you know, we're not really physical beings at all. We're interdimensional beings, you know, know, having a short existence in this reality.
0: Exactly. I've now I've had the the opportunity and the ability to interview many psychic mediums, many people that are in touch with spirit guides and things on the other side. And to a person, they will all tell you that your body is nothing more than the vehicle that you're riding in right now. And when that vehicle, yeah, it's, it's very like, temporary. It's very temporary, and when it when when the engine conks <laughs> out. Mm-hmm. and it no longer works, you just go get another vehicle.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Or, or live in the inner dimensions like, you know, life between lives. And you know, can you imagine, it's, you know, living where there are no boundaries, like where anything is possible, where the laws of physics that apply to this reality no longer apply?
0: Can you imagine how far you can hit a golf ball on the other side?
1: Yeah. Can you imagine flying? You know, can you imagine I, I, you know flying over
0: four? <laughs> I have to tell you, Lynn, a couple of things that I and I've mentioned it before. I have um I have flown in in dreams. I have I've been able to yeah. breathe underwater in dreams, I have fallen and uh-huh. and then die, um which I think is 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 really is really paramount. When you when because you think about it, if have you ever dreamed that you were falling? <laughs> yes, yes. Did you ever get to the bottom and feel a bunch of pain and feel like you, that you were dead? I never have. I've always I, I've always continued. Yeah. Somewhere else um, before I hit the ground.
1: Me too. Me too.
0: Yeah. So, it's, <laughs> by the way, it's been a pleasure talking with you today. And uh, uh, go get convergence. It's it's a it's a wonderful book, and it's brand new, and it's got a lot of interesting things that that even if you don't believe any of this, it'll make you think. Don't you think? Absolutely. That what I'd like to do, what I like to do at the end of every episode, Lynn is to give you the opportunity. Here's your opportunity to get your soapbox out and to talk to our audience about anything that you'd like them to know.
1: Well, um, we also have a a blog and a website. I think you had looked at that. Um, So Barbara is a prolific writer absolutely amazing writer. So at our website, we have lots and lots of amazing um, articles and it's all orientated around our books. And it's got some of the most amazing subjects. So all of these things that we have talked about in the book are also in our blog. So it's got everything in it. You can imagine lots and lots of great articles and stuff. So, and, and that's all, you know, that's all free um, for anybody to look at. So, you know, that would be a great place to start.
0: And the name of the name of your website is www.extraordinaryexperiences.org. That's Mm extraordinaryexperiences.org. Go look at that. You can get the book. You can look at the blog. They've got media. They've got all kinds of stuff there for you to spend some time if this is a subject matter that interests you. Mm-hmm. And I think it should interest all of us because yeah. um, eventually we're going to all know the answers. I have to, I have to tell you a funny story just real quick before we go. Uh, my brother, as well, it was, it's as funny as it can kind of be. My, my brother passed away in October. He had stage four lung cancer and uh, he passed away. He was a fundamentalist Christian um, I was talking with one of my good friends, uh, Natasha Venter, um, just day before yesterday, and uh, I said, "Have you got? Have you had the opportunity to get in touch with my brother yet? Because as sometimes, as as uh, the mediums will tell you, that it takes a little while for them to be orientated back into the other side, and for them to to really get." to the swing of things of how things go on the other side and she said yeah no he's uh he's laughing and he's saying yeah you you were right i was wrong you were right (laughs) and this is how it is and so i i appreciated that so lynn it's been a pleasure having you here kevin
1: thank you so much for inviting us
0: And we're going to have you back again, and hopefully next time Barbara will be able to be front and center and present. We're just going to hope that the weather doesn't isn't too bad over there tonight, because she was without power, and she probably still is without power. So, um, uh, Lynn Miller, thank. Go ahead. One more. Go ahead.
1: Oh, I was just going to say the same storm kind of swept through here too. Where do you live? Have you had any stormy weather?
0: No, I live in Seattle, Washington. You see that blue sky behind me? That's how it is here. And we don't, we, we're very lucky. We don't. Okay. Get, I'll, I'll tell you why I live here. Uh, we don't have tornadoes. We don't have hurricanes. We don't have poisonous <laughs> snakes. We don't have poisonous spiders. All four of those <laughs> are deal breakers for me. So I'm very happy to live here. Because I know where you are, you have water moccasins and you have uh, rattlesnakes and all of and and uh, and all of those fine creatures, which are wonderful as long as they stay away from tornadoes. Me. Oh yeah, well, I, you know, and I don't, <laughs> I really, I really don't know how. One time, um, because I was a traveling salesman, I was in your neck of the woods, and um, it was in the evening time, so it was dark. And it was about April, and it but it was dark, and uh, I turned on the TV, and you you know this very well. In the corner of when the, the TV's on, and they have they're having a weather event. They have little counties mm-hmm. in the in the corner, and yeah. there'll be a scrolling thing across the bottom of the screen that says. Now I didn't know what county I was in at the time, and um, it's it scrolled across the screen that said, "If you're in." x number whatever county it was if you're there go downstairs and go downstairs now and go into the basement and, and go downstairs <laughs> now because there is a tornado on the ground where you are it was like holy crap really and so i i didn't want to live there either right <laughs> So, cause I don't know how you guys sleep when it's dark outside and you, and, cause you guys get some of the most hellacious thunderstorms, even if there's no rotation to it, there's a lot of wind and there's mm-hmm. a lot of rain and, and it's very, very loud. I don't know how the hell you sleep.
1: Oh, I guess we just get used to it. But you know, I was at one school, you know, near in the boot hill of Missouri that it got wiped out with a tornado. So yeah, it can get it can get pretty bad. It really can. And and the thing about it is, all the rain, you know, we get a lot of flooding. You know, can't pass, can't get through roads and all kinds of things.
0: Yep. I, <laughs> but, but Barbara, but
1: she li- she lives up north.
0: Yeah, she lives she lives in Connecticut. She gets Connecticut. big
1: snowstorms.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. Yes. See, we don't get yeah. any of those either. So I'm I'm very yeah. very uh, maybe I should say this. Differently. <laughs> don't come. don't move to seattle it's a horrible place to live i'll say that (laughs) okay so i would love to come and visit (laughs) i would love for you to it would be great it'd be a great experience for both of us by the way (laughs) go to their website which is www.extraordinaryexperiences.org and pick up the book convergence the interconnectedness I've got my camera in the way of, of extraordinary experiences. So uh, with that, it's, 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 it's great to have you uh, Lynn. And we're going to do this again, if that's all right with you.
1: Oh, absolutely. Kevin, thank you so much for having me.
0: Okay. You stay right where you're at and I'll be right back.